Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome back to the show today. Do you guys think people are tired of hearing us advertise for the conference yet? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Tell I, us about the conference, Well, I, you know, honestly, this is one of the highlights of the year for me um, f- for many reasons. But, you know, we started this back in 2017 at the 500-year anniversary, and I just love being with other... Which was the birth of this. Which was the birth of the Reformation. So without that conference, we would not be doing what we're doing right now together. That's right. right. Yep. Go ahead, Jonathan. No, I was going to say the Reformation Alliance, uh, just uh, a few of us sitting around the table saying, let's put a conference on, and then later... Um, having that enjoyment of doing that and wanting to spend time on a regular basis brought us into the studio to yeah. do these things. So we're together pretty much every week. But then the the added bonus of the conference is that we get to be with uh, so many more other Christians. And so if, if you're like, well, what conference are you talking about? Well, we're talking about Reformation Boise, September 17th and 18th. It's going to be at Valley Shepherd Church. All the details are at ReformationBoise.com. Doesn't it feel like you should say the Reformation Boise Conference? I think we should adopt that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the Ohio State University yeah, yeah, or exactly. the Master's Seminary. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a great idea. Yeah, yeah. This is the Reformation Boise Conference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the theme this year is Be Thou My Vision. It is on the theme of worship. This is the most... Uh, vital attribute of of being a human being. The chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Speakers this year are Dr. Robert Godfrey, Dr. Terry Johnson. Go to ReformationBoise.com. So we are going to make an apologetic, a defense for conferences today in general. Hmm. So um, Pastor Phil, why do you think conferences are a good thing? Oh my, for, for so many reasons. Uh, Number one, uh, it it, uh, creates an opportunity to have fellowship with believers uh, from across the Christian community of our area uh, and and people coming from outside of our area. And uh, so it's an opportunity for fellowship together uh, with other believers uh, from, uh, from different churches. And but mainly uh, an opportunity for concentrated learning mm. uh, from some uh, gifted and learned men who are are coming in and in this instance, Dr. Uh, Robert Godfrey and Dr. Terry Johnson, an opportunity to to learn from uh, some godly and learned men who are gifted teachers, and uh, so it, it gives a. It gives a concentrated, focused opportunity to grow uh, in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you think it's too much of a stretch to say that God kind of ordained conferences in the Old Testament, the three feasts that they were supposed to go up to Jerusalem oh, for? Oh, sure. Yeah, the, the, that's kind of the start of 
you know, they didn't call them conferences. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. They, that's the no, stretch but, part. But, and, and but I, people came from all over Israel to Jerusalem. Yeah, and they were able to worship together. Did, I did, mean, there did, was did, a theme to every festival. Sure. I mean, did, but I'm wondering, did they have food trucks? Oh, certainly not. I mean, yeah. we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have sushi at the very least. We're still working on a couple other words, but you gotta come for the sushi. That's gonna be great. <laughs> Well, in terms of the conference itself, I, I think that what the the really wonderful thing and Phil's t- touched on it. You know, these things they're, they're timely topics. Uh, there, you have trusted and winsome and wise individuals that are instructing you on that on those topics. That's and then beyond that, just the idea of gathering with other people. You know, sometimes uh, you know we're. We're like Elijah, you know, who's run from the prophets of Baal, and we're saying, it's only me. And God wants to tell us, no, I have 7,000 that haven't bowed their knee here. And there's a reminder that as the church comes together, you know, Phil has said it multiple times before, how many churches are there in the Treasure Valley? Mm -hmm. Um, There is only one church. Mm -hmm. And and coming together, um, multiple churches, where we are seeing the depth of that. Yeah, that's right. Earlier this summer, I had the opportunity to go to um, RYF, Reform Youth Fellowship um, Conference. It's a youth conference. It happened to be in in Nampa, um, Idaho this year. And so there was something like 750 young people from all over the country there. And it's a week long, um, multiple sessions, all these workshops. And what I found fascinating is I have the opportunity to work with the youth group in, in my church, and we teach on a lot of the things that were also taught during this particular week. And it was interesting to watch and listen to the young people from our church respond to some of the sessions, some of the workshops, and about things that they already knew, but it was as if this was the first time they'd ever heard them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is this sense of, and I have this with my own children. Sometimes they'll come home from school and say, this teacher said such and such. And I'm like, and your mom and I have been saying that for a dozen years. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they heard it yes, because a different voice was saying it. Yes. And I think that's one of the benefits of a conference. Not necessarily that Dr. Godfrey or Dr. Johnson is going to say anything maybe different than you already know. But it could be the the venue in which you you well, actually hear Phil and it. I, Phil and I were talking about this earlier. You know what what makes somebody authority is that I I said they travel two hundred miles and 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 Phil said they come on a plane with a briefcase. <laughs> you know, so so there is a sense in which we already are encouraged to listen. You you go there. It's not going through procedure, but you are there for a purpose is to hear. Mm -hmm. And so your ears are already open to what God might be speaking to you. Maybe just to put a a different emphasis on on kind of what you guys are saying. You know, one of the things I say during Lord's Supper regularly is that this is a kind of a foretaste of what the marriage supper of the lamb is going to be. We, yes. we know Jesus taught that. Yes. And, and conferences are, are like that because it's a foretaste. Of, and of course it's only a microcosm, but it's a foretaste of a greater number of Christians from different walks of life, from different local churches coming together. And it's an expression of what heaven is going to be like. Yeah. God, God designed us to be together. 
you know, uh, at our at our upcoming conference here in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear from uh, once again we're going to hear from Robert Godfrey and Terry Johnson. Now, I could in, instead of going to the conference, I could just read. I could just stay home and read one of their books. That's not going to be the same experience, right? And because there's something special and spiritually powerful about being together with others in the power of the Holy Spirit and worshiping together, singing together, fellowshipping together, and and hearing faithful teaching together. Uh, that is just speaking from my personal experience. That's going to be much more impactful on my life and on my ministry than simply picking up a book to read in my study by myself. I think, Phil, you we've sat around the table a number of times, and you've actually talked about uh, going to an uh, university conference as a young man. Yep. and had a profound effect on the vocation and call upon your life. Yeah, Urbana 76. I'll never forget it. Is that it. 1876? <laughs> <laughs> You and I are going to have words after this show is over, <laughs> youngster. Speaking yeah. of unity, yeah. um, <laughs> I think that conferences or the Reformation Conference, yes, Reformation Boise Conference, do highlight the unity of the church. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it, it is, at least in a small sense, a fulfillment of, of the prayer of Jesus that his disciples would be one. Mm-hmm. And so we do get a sense of the unity of, of the church, broadly speaking, coming together in the, the worship of God and, and to learn together, to grow together, to be um, conformed to the image of Christ together. Um, so there's this sense that conferences allow for a beautiful picture of, of God's intent for his church. That's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the other benefits Pastor Phil was talking about this um, between the shows. Is uh, now you're just trying to butter up to him. I am. I, I got to make sure you, he doesn't beat me up after the recording. <laughs> Pastor <today>. Phil, <laughs> you got a deep, I call all of you guys pastors. You, you got a you got a deep hole to climb out of there. <laughs> is uh, learning. So you're going to come to the conference, and and most likely you're going to hear songs that you're like, well, I've never sang that before. I mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. That's actually not a negative. That's a positive. I can't tell you how many times that I've heard songs at other conferences. I'm like, oh, that's gold. And I, and I bring it back to our congregation. We uh-huh. sing it. It helps when you have a larger congregation singing yeah. that song. All of a sudden you go, wow, I'm on the suburb of heaven right now. Yes. You know, with this song. I, you know, one of my favorite, one of the favorite hymns that I had, I was in this church of, I'd actually gone and had an opportunity to preach at this church. And there was over a thousand people there. And when they sang, they lifted the roof. When I heard that song, I thought, that's what I want sung at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> is, you know, because I heard it that way, like you're yeah. explaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I've been down at Shepherd's Conference, and the songs are so loud uh, that you, like, the, the room actually shakes. And that's, that's so wonderful. And so what we're saying is we need more of you to register. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> If you're looking for the the point, which is often the case when you're listening to the Gospel for Life, you're thinking, do they have a point? Uh, (laughs) The point is, one of the benefits of coming to the conference is your voice being added to the multitude that will be there, um, because there is something about singing in a group that Uh is a wonderful experience of, and it it is the, the Elijah, I thought I was alone. Yeah. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. then you realize, no, I, I have brothers and sisters all across the valley yeah. that share my same convictions, yeah. that have the same desire to worship and, and magnify God, and we can do this together in a setting um, that many of us, we come from relatively small congregations, don't have the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we come together and there's a sense of, oh no, um, God has left a remnant here that are faithful to to who he is and, and to his word. Mm-hmm. And we've come together to rejoice in that. Mm-hmm. There's a, in, in the book of Acts, when, when Paul and Barnabas were traveling around the, the region evangelizing the, the Gentiles, they come back to the church and then they share with the church what uh, God had been doing among the Gentiles. And, and, and the text is very specific that the, the brothers were greatly encouraged by the things that they had heard. And this is just another one of those opportunities to hear what the Lord is doing in and around um, the valley and, and in other local churches just by having conversations with other brothers and sisters here. One of the benefits that we have lunch on site, we're not, we're not providing it, but we do have lunch trucks, but you can come get a meal and then sit with, with other believers that mm-hmm. you may not know and, and be encouraged in that way. I know we have only 30 seconds, but I would like to give a plug just for the book table that's, that are at conferences, um, whether that's our conference or Ligonier or Shepherds or wherever it is. One of the, the great things is you have all of this plethora of books there. You have people working the table that have read a, a good number of them. There's people there that you can talk to about the, the literature. So these are means that are readily available that you can hold the book, look through the book, uh, and just build your library with good solid literature amen so you don't want to miss the reformation boise conference be that my vision september 17th and 18th go to reformationboise.com you can register if you register ahead of time you can get a gift certificate for the book table reformationboise.com see you next time 